Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. Oh, this time it's iced tea. All right. Of vanilla ice. Last, boy. last week it was it was Queen, right? It was under pressure from, from yeah. Queen, and I was upset. <laughs> you were upset that it wasn't vanilla ice? Right. That could be sacrilege. <laughs> uh, my name is Nigel Hammers. Over there, we go to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on investigative columnists for the Daily Signal and the Heritage Foundation, Tony Kinnett. Tony, how are you? Good, gentlemen. How are you? Uh, reading this new story you just put out on the Daily Signal involving an Indiana school that is compelling its counselors and teachers to hide gender support plans from parents. Uh, tell me what school this is and what, what, does, what are gender support plans and why are they making them hide them from uh, parents? Right. Uh, South Madison Community School Corporation, uh, known to a lot of us around here as Pendleton, uh, they have made the decision uh, since fall of 2021 uh, to basically create these gender support plans. And how that works is a student will tell the counselor, uh, I'm a different gender now, and I go by this name, and I have these pronouns. And then the counselor asks them, uh, well, are your parents supportive of this on the plan? And uh, if the student says, no, my parents aren't supportive or wouldn't be supportive, then they don't tell the parents at all. And then the counselors are ordered to work with the student uh, and they send out this email to all of the teachers that the student has and say, hey, when you're talking to the student, use this name and these pronouns. But when you're talking to home, don't mention these names. Use their birth name and whatever names on the district registry and those pronouns because uh, it's a not supportive environment. And that's been going on at, at, at Pendleton for a while, and teachers and counselors are sick of it. In fact, one teacher resigned in protest. Wow. So basically, if I understand this correctly, this school in Pendleton is hiding information from the parents. Is that right? Explicitly so. And to a degree that we called to get some clarification from uh, Superintendent Dr. Hall and the Assistant Superintendent Andrew Kruer, who's in charge of the counselors, and their lawyers in, uh, explicitly said, don't answer any question from the Daily Signal, don't answer any media questions, even clarification. You think a simple explanation might, you know, kind of cover this one, but they're so terrified because they know they're caught uh, that they've gone completely dark. Now, we've just retweeted your story at Hammer and Nigel, and in the story, you've removed some information, but you have a copy of some in-house emails, correct? Uh, yeah, and this is one of about 20 to 30 emails. Some of them are kind of shaky on the details that we have received and seen. Uh, that actually show this isn't a one-time thing. There are lots of these emails going out in Pendleton. So if you're a parent with a kid at Pendleton Heights 
you may not be aware if your kid is actually going by a different gender and a different name. The school is not obligated to tell you. And there are counselors that are beyond furious with this. Uh, they, they hate, they feel compelled uh, to tell teachers this. The teachers are also very upset about it. They feel as though there's one teacher who said that in a meeting with a parent, she felt sick to her stomach uh, to be forced to lie to parents like this. Yeah. And she couldn't do it any longer. So, uh- just to clarify, there is this a school policy, or is this not only a policy, but there there this is a, there is a student currently involved in this situation, and do we know the age of that student? Uh, there are several students currently involved in situations like these. Okay. Uh, we don't know the ages of the students. I didn't ask uh, the ages of of the students because there were so many of them. Uh, that the counselors wow. can't even keep track of when some of these redacted emails, other than the date, there's so many students you can't even keep track of which student it is. I mean, Pendleton Heights is a thousand student high school. Uh, but when you really start looking at this situation and you talk about it being a policy, that's where it gets weird because Andrew Kruer, the assistant superintendent, told the counselors that it's a school board approved policy. But then I talked to a school board member who said, I've never heard of any of this. This is completely news to me. So I called the school board president and he told me he refused to comment and he was rather obstinate about it. He started making up excuses galore. It was uh, really awkward. It was like watching a deer in the headlights. Let me ask you a question here. And beyond just having the student come to you, come to the school and say, hey, uh, I'm going through a gender transition and my parents aren't supportive and is in the school adopting a policy of not telling the parents because they aren't supportive is there a is it a bigger reason than that like what are some of the possible excuses for this school and counselors to lie to the parents face uh about their their child's decision to transition i mean it's got to be just greater than well they're not supportive I mean, well, what are some I, of the excuses? Not, like, it, like if the if the kid is in a, like an abusive home or mentally abusive home, I, I, I don't want to say that is probably the only reason why I would say not to tell the parents. But that well, goes to a larger problem too. That's the issue. Is that that would be the only reason you would ever withhold information from a parent, and even then, in uh, like the practice that I've seen in every Indiana school that I've ever taught or administrated in the only reason or the only kind of information we would withhold from a parent would be in a custody situation. So if a parent doesn't have custody, they don't get to know when the child is being picked up from school. If it's a dangerous situation, that's it. That's the only thing. And counselors and teachers in Indiana certainly are not qualified legally or medically to uh, make decisions on custody situations, to treat a student medically, especially without the parent's permission. FERPA, Federal Law for the Rights and Privacy Act, states that a parent must be informed when any kind of a medical procedure or record is at the school. So this is wildly unethical. No wonder the teachers and uh, counselors at Pendleton are upset about it. Parents, too. We're chatting with Tony Kennett here on The Hammer and Nigel Show about this story that he's got out today. Uh, Pendleton student uh, going through the transition. The school basically busted not telling his parents about the situation, his or her parents. Now, Tony, if you look at a lot of statistics and data and information, and I know that you do that, there are is a there's a pretty high suicide rate of young people going through that change, going through that transition. What would happen if this Pendleton student 
or students decided to harm themselves in school and the parents had no idea that this kind of thing was going on what would happen to the school at this point that's what scares me the most and that's what scares counselors and teachers in that situation the most all all of them said that to me independent didn't ask any question to prompt that they are terrified that because gender dysphoria is so highly correlative with serious depression and anxiety and suicidal tendencies leagues above the what's called the normative student they're terrified that if they know a student has gender dysphoria they have severe mental issues perhaps that associate with that and the kid commits suicide i don't know how you would even begin to tell a parent well yeah i knew about it but I mean, you know, what are you going to do? And not like the parent who knows more about any kid than anyone, you know, parent knows their kid best, maybe would have been able to prevent the suicide. That's the horror that is lurking in these kind of decisions. I mean, these schools think that they know better than parents. It's disgusting. Can parents still go to these school board meetings in Pendleton and demand answers? Because it sounds like, Tony, there's a big discrepancy between what the school board says and what the teachers know. It feels like there's a big lapse in communication. Is this something where parents that live in the Pendleton area need to start going to these school board meetings? Yes, you should go. There is a school board meeting on either the 12th or the 14th. I plan to attend because I have a question. I have been uh, kind of locked away in, in being able to ask questions. I think that the parents of Indiana deserve to know that, uh, that if you have a gender support plan on the books, why isn't it on your district's website? It's not on the Pendleton website. You can't find it. Even the teachers don't have access to the empty gender support plan of this, of, that a student could fill out. It's completely hidden away. Parents deserve answers. Why are there documents my kid can see that I can't look at as a parent, as a taxpayer in the community? It may violate Indiana's open door policy. Actually, this may be an illegal measure. Uh, I can't comment on that at this time. Uh, there have been several parents that have asked that. But yes, you should go to that school board meeting. This is a mess. Last thing before we let you go here, Tony. If somebody is listening right now that works in another school district, you know, outside of Pendleton, but this same type of thing is going on, but they're afraid to say anything. What advice should you give them? Do they reach out to you? Where do they go? You should absolutely reach out to me over at the Daily Signal and contact information is provided over there. But if you are a teacher, and of course, we know this is going on in Hamilton Southeastern, it's going on in Carmel, it's going on in Indianapolis Public Schools, it was going on up in New Prairie. There are a lot of schools that this is happening at. You should very first and foremost collect all of the information you can, every single email. Make sure you have it all documented. And then if you report it to us, you can actually qualify for whistleblower protections. So they cannot touch you for sharing what is public documentation on district servers. And you talk to a a teacher or a, a counselor that actually quit their job over this policy in Pendleton? Yes, Amanda Keegan uh, was a teacher at Pendleton Heights, and uh, one of the reasons that she left the district was because she was sickened, like physically sickened, that she was being asked to lie to parents, and she is... Uh, one on the record, there are currently, I believe, 10 teachers, perhaps, that are considering resigning over this situation because of the district's blatant dishonesty. Wow. We're going to put this on our Facebook as well. Uh, it's on our Twitter right now, at Hammer and Nigel. Tony Kennett of the Daily Signal and the Heritage Foundation. Tony, thank you so much for uh, bringing this story to our attention.
Absolutely, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.